When you and I look around us on a daily basis, we know that we need to do something. We know we need to take action so that we can make a difference in our own lives and in the lives of our families and our communities. But then when we think, okay, I'm going to take action, then we are presented with the next issue or the next problem or the next opportunity. And that is, but how can I do it? I don't have access to the right equipment. I don't have access to the right things, to the right people and all these things. But today I'm here to tell you that you already have everything you need on the inside of you. So please stay tuned until right after the intro so that you can learn more how you can make a difference because you can do it. Welcome to the Rise and Shine show where we help you to become the leader that you were born to be. The show is proudly brought to you by Sunshine Harvest. And now let's move on to today's episode. Hello, this is Yanni from the Rise and Shine show and welcome to today's episode. Now today I'm here to encourage you because when you and I look around us, we can be inundated with so many things on a daily basis. Actually, we are and we can so easily think, but how can I do anything? What can I do? Or I can even think that I cannot do anything because I don't have access to the right stuff. But I'm here today to tell you, you can do it because you already have everything you need on the inside of you. Now, Yanni, what does that mean? Now, this is why we are talking today and this is why I'm discussing this issue with you. Because when we look at the technology and stuff that is pushing uh, messages and all kinds of stuff to us on a daily basis, even the news media, it's almost uh, at a point where we think, but I cannot do anything because I don't have access to, say, for example, if you want to do a, a, a podcast like this, I don't have access to the right equipment. I don't have access to the right microphone, to the right recording equipment or anything like that. But I'm telling you, you don't need all those external things because when you know that you already have everything on the inside of you to be able to make a difference, then you will realize it's not on the outside. It's actually on the inside where you have to look into and just delve from there and dig it out and bring it to the surface and then you will know what to do and all the necessary equipment and people and whatever you need will just come to you. I'm just going to give you a very simple example in my own life. I had been playing around with audio and video for many years and I had a lot of equipment. I bought all the latest and the stuff and I had uh, um, audio recorders and I had video cameras and I had backdrops and all these kinds of stuff and my sound quality was never so great I've always struggled with this stuff and then I stopped for a time because it was almost as if I was getting discouraged and then I just I knew I had to continue I had to do something because when I looked at the circumstances around me I realized, but if I don't do what I'm called for and fulfill my purpose and my destiny for my own life, then there's a lot of people that I will be basically see going down every day. Now, it sounds very dramatic, but in a way it is also. But anyhow, and then I realized, but I have so much equipment. I had a microphone, a fairly good quality microphone. And then when I... Um, 
uh, found an article and I saw to do a podcast and I use a garage band on my Apple computer, there's a lot of things built in there that makes it so much easier. Your sound quality is great and all these things. And that's where I started. And then I realized, but I already have this stuff. So it take, took away all the, the excuses and all the reasons why I cannot make a difference. Now, that's just one thing that's apart from taking physical action in the community, encouraging people, doing things, getting involved in your school board, for example, or in your um, uh, municipality or in local government, wherever. But this is just to give you an illustration of we think we don't have what it takes, but we actually have it. And you know, you and I don't really have a choice because when we look at the Great Commission in Matthew 28, Jesus says this to his disciples and he, he doesn't beat around the bush. He's very um, direct and he's very specific. And he first of all says, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. So after he rose from the dead and just before his ascension, this is what he told his, his, his followers, his disciples, his, his um, uh, students, if you want to call it that. And he said to them, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. And then he says, go therefore. Therefore means there's something preceding. So because all authority has been given to, to Jesus, now he says, you and I, as believers, we can take this authority and as we go out, we make disciples of nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And then here is the important thing, teaching them to observe all things I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Now, this is a, a, a command from Jesus that you and I have to go and not just to get people into salvation or get them into the kingdom. That's the first step. But he's saying here, he says, you and I have to go and make disciples of nations. And that is a calling that basically each and every believer has. We many times just look at Mark 16, where Jesus specifically talks about the, the individual but there's a different part to it. And that's why we have the different Gospels. And Matthew is a very, uh, um, how can I call it? He's a, he's a very specific person. So there's a lot of specifics in the Gospel of Matthew. And he's giving us a lot of details. He's very detail-based. So he gives us all the stuff that we need to know. And that's why there's so many of Jesus' teachings specifically uh, encapsulated in the in the gospel of of Matthew so there again Jesus basically says said to his disciples then and he's saying it to you and I today you've got everything that you need because I've given you all the authority and what does authority mean authority means that you and I can do what we need to do if I don't have the means I can go and get it I can command these things to come to me and they will be brought to me because Jesus says there, he says, I am always with you, even to the end of the age. And he, he reminds them, he says, remember, and I'm telling you, please, today, remember that God is with you always. And he promises you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. And 
this is just so easy in a way. But anyway, sometimes when we look at this stuff, it is not so, not so clear. And that's why we sometimes just need someone just to help us, just to open our eyes so that we can move forward, so that we can do what we need to do. And here in, in uh, 2 Peter 1, there's also just a short passage that I just want to share with you just to, to get back to the topic. You can do it and you already have everything you need on the inside of you. Now, this is the uh, Peter the Apostle and he's speaking uh, to, to the people where he wrote this letter to him. And he says, His divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and excellence. Now, I just shared with you here from Matthew where Jesus specifically called us. He sent us out. And here Peter says, and Peter, remember, Peter was there. Peter was, a, was an eyewitness. He heard it firsthand. It was not he heard it from someone else. He was there when Jesus spoke it to, to the guy. So he was there firsthand. And this is what he is saying. So he says, you and I have everything that we need for life and for godliness. So everything that you need is already on the inside of you. You have the, uh, the same amount of faith as what the apostles received that Peter says just in, in a few verses before that. And everything else, we have it because God says, Jesus actually says it himself. He says, ask whatever you want and you will receive it. But there's some, I almost want to say there's a precondition. He says, seek first the kingdom and God's righteousness and all these other things will be added to you. And when God tells you and me to do something, so whenever God tells you, you need to go and do something, he has already provided everything that you need to do it. And you may, you may not see it so clearly not now, but just please take it from me. I've really had to learn that this is the truth. When God tells you to do something, everything is there. But we want to sit sometimes and we want the whole picture to unfold in front of us. And we want all the resources, all the funds, all the equipment, all the everything. We want almost to fall out of the sky into our laps before we start moving. And God doesn't work like that. He says, go and I'll work with you. And that's, this is how it works in the kingdom. So the moment you step out and you say, yes, I take this, I step out, then you will see this like a door that's opening. And the first step, and then the next step, and the next. And you know why this is so? It's because it will just overwhelm you and me when we see the full picture and everything that will need to be done. Because if I knew, say, 10, 15 years ago where I am today, I wouldn't believe it. So that's why God said, okay, just step out. I am with you. I will help you. And as I stepped out and as I learned more, and I, uh, more and more doors opened in front of me. And, and that is what you will also experience in your life. And, and it's very precious to have that walk. So it's, it's then easy not to get a, you know, get a big head and get um, proud and think you can do this stuff yourself. All these things that I'm doing, I'm not doing it in my own strength because I cannot. And, and yet I, I, I love it when I, when I can share with you what I'm sharing with you today. It's, it's, 
it's just so invigorating for me to come and sit and just share my heart with you and share what God wants me to share with you. And then Peter goes on, if we can just go back here to, to 2 Peter 1, and he says, by which he has given us exceedingly great and precious promises. So he, this is what Jesus gave us, exceedingly great and precious promises. It's not just uh, promises, not even not just great promises, but ex exceedingly great and precious promises. So that through these things, you might become partakers of the divine nature and escape the corruption that is in the world through lust. And look at this. This is so precious. I mean, we've just started with this, with this message and, and here already we see that God has given you and I, He's given us these exceedingly great and precious promises so that through these things, through these promises, you and I might be partakers of the divine nature. And remember where we started out where Jesus says, all authority has been given to him, now he's giving it to us, so we can go out and make disciples of the nations. And this is what he says, when you and I do that, we actually become partakers of the divine nature. When we walk in the spirit and we do not look at the stuff around us and at our physical limitations, and we just do because he told us to do it because he's just and he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. That's what he says. So this is so precious that we can go through these things and you can also go and look at Matthew 5 and Matthew 6 and I'm just going to highlight a few things here that uh, that jumped out at me and the reason why I'm also saying you can do it because Jesus himself says you are the salt and the light. And here in Matthew 5 verse 13, he says, You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its saltiness, how shall it be made salty? And that is what you and I have to do. Now, what does salt do? It gives flavor. And that's why you and I cannot sit back. We cannot think, I cannot do anything. You cannot do that. You basically owe it to yourself, you owe it to your children, you owe it to your children's children. Because in, we are in a state where we are today in the world because people sat back and they say, no, I just want to live a, a, a comfortable life. And not that I'm saying you're not going to live a comfortable life. That's not what I'm saying. And that's not what, what the word of God says either. But he says, seek the kingdom of God first and all these other things will be added to you. So God knows what you need, but he also wants you to obey his commands because Jesus says, if you love me, you will obey my commands. In other words, when you and I love him by obeying his commands, then it means you and I walk in love. And then there's no fear because when love is not present, there's fear. And what does fear do? Fear sort of wants to keep you in one place. It wants to disable you from doing anything. It just wants you to sit and wait and know I cannot do anything or I'm not allowed to do anything or whatever the reason may be. And that is why you and I can walk out. And when we obey God's commands, the things that he shows us either in the word or that he speaks into our hearts, when we do that, 
all the fear goes. And that's why we can go out, we can step out, and we can step forward. It's really exciting. You might already know what I'm talking about. But if you don't, just take that for me. It's so exciting. And it, this is not for sissies. I mean, if you think, you know, just to, you're gonna, just going to go out and everything is just going to, you know, um, invite you and open their arms to you and, and just invite you in. You're making a, making a mistake because there's going to be opposition. I'm not telling you there's not going to be any opposition, but you know what? When you know where you're going to, just like with Jesus where he told the disciples, get in the boat and go to the other side. A storm came up and they thought they were going to drown. But if they just remembered what Jesus told them, he said, let's go to the other side. Then they would have remembered and even thought, but we cannot go down because Jesus said we're going to go to the other side. No, if we don't understand these things, it, it, it's sometimes not so easy. But as we walk and as we learn more and get to a better understanding and a deeper intimate knowledge of Jesus Christ, that is how we know that he will never leave us. He will never forsake us. And like he said there to, to the disciples and to you and I, I will be with you until the end of the age. And so back here to Matthew 5. Sorry that I'm jumping a little bit back and forth, but I just want to connect the things for you here. And um, we just talked about the salt. And then Jesus also says, now listen, he doesn't say he's the light of the world. We know he is, but he, listen to what he's saying. He's speaking to the disciples again and he says, so I'm speaking to you and listen to it as if Jesus is speaking to you because he is. He says, you are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. And neither do men light a candle and put that candle under a basket. But they put that candle on a candlestick. And the candle gives light to all who are in the house. Isn't that true? We don't turn on the light and then we cover the light with a, with a black cloth or something so that we cannot see it. No, we want that light to shine and fill up the whole room with light. And he goes on and he says, Then let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. And as you step out and all these things open up in front of you, that is good works that people will see because they will think, but this guy in his natural capacity, I don't think he can really do it. Now that goes for, for many people. When their friends and their family sees them, they may think, but this person is not capable of doing this. So they will see that there's something different and they will be drawn to you and say, but how is it able that you can do these things? And then you can share with them. And that is how the news starts spreading. And that's how people are encouraged. And they say, and they also see that they can do it themselves. And then just remember one thing. God put laws in place at creation. And those laws are still in effect today. Now, I'm not talking about specifically the Mosaic law where they um, took a bunch of laws that they put on themselves and they have to do this and do this and do this. Otherwise, they cannot uh, reach a lot of stuff in their lives. They cannot reach, let's call it perfection, which we cannot through those uh, physical washings and, you know, all the ritual washing and stuff that they had. So Jesus came and he took those things away. But 
God put certain laws in place right at creation. Now let's just use an example. Now you've heard many people probably use this example, but let's just take the the law of gravitation. So when I take something and I throw it up in the air, it's going to come down. You know that, like a ball. When you throw it up, it doesn't stay up there. It comes down. Or the even with with aircraft, there's a law that that kicks in when that aircraft. Um, moves at a certain speed when it's still on the runway. There's lift that's created on those wings because the wings are designed in a specific way. And the, the, the lift, so the air, as it flows over that wing, it actually lifts the aircraft into the air. So it's not only the force of the, of the, the, the engines or the, the turbines that get that aircraft into the air, but it's actually the wings are an integral part in that to actually lift that aircraft off the ground. And that's similar to you and I. When we start picking up speed, we can go faster and we can go higher. That's, that's a um, nice example actually as well. So those are laws that God put in place, but they are also spiritual laws. For example, what you speak, if you say, uh, good things that encourage people, that's building people up, those things are going to come back to you. But when you sow negative words, negative things all the time, things that break down, those things are also going to come back to you. So those are the spiritual laws. So Jesus is saying here in verse 17 of Matthew 5, he says, Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. For truly I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not one dot or one mark will pass from the law until all be fulfilled. And this is important for you and I to understand. And that's why you and I need to get into this personal relationship with Jesus Christ so that you and I can know you can do it because you've already got everything on the inside of you. So all these things that I'm sharing with you is really just to help you to understand that you can do it. There's, you don't have any limitations. Yes, things are going to stand up against you, but just know whatever comes against you, you can conquer because everything has already been provided for you. You have received all things necessary for life and for godliness. You receive the same amount of faith as what the apostles received. So you don't have more faith than I, I don't have more faith than you, but you have to develop your faith. And you can go and look at, at 2 Peter uh, chapter 1. Go and look at that chapter and see how we can build on our faith and develop our faith to a place where we can really walk. It's like learning to ride a bicycle or to drive a car. There's certain things that you have to learn when, when you've never driven a car. And it's the same with our life. It's the same with faith. So God gives us all the tools, but many times we don't know how to do it. And people don't teach that to people. So that's why I'm sharing these things with you because nobody shared it with me. I had to find it out for myself. But specifically in, in 2 Peter 1, in that whole chapter, go and look at those steps that Peter is explaining there, how to develop your faith and how to really grow your faith. Because already, although you have everything, to do what you need to do, you still need to know how to apply them. Say, for example, you, 
you've got a whole bunch of tools in, in your garage, but those tools were inherited from your father, for example. If you don't know how to use those tools, you're not going to know what they're good for. And you may just discard them or you may just ignore them or you may need to do something in the house. You can do it, but then you go and get, say, for example, a plumber. You get him to do it and maybe it was just something simple that you just had to tighten and you actually had the tools. And that's what I'm saying. So you've got it on the inside of you so that you can do it. And then teaching about anger. Jesus is also teaching here about anger and he says, uh, the, the ancient people said you shouldn't murder. Now, the reason why I'm sharing this with you is so that you can understand these laws that are being put in place. And people will say one thing, but what God is really saying is sometimes it's a much deeper level. Now, this is why I'm sharing this particular one with you. He says, the, the, the ancient people said you shall not murder, and whoever murders shall be in danger of the judgment. But now listen to what Jesus says. He says, but I say to you that whoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment. And whoever says to his brother, Raka, or you know, you fool or whatever, shall be in danger of the Sanhedrin. And this is the, 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 the council of judgment. But whoever says you fool shall be in danger of hellfire. So, the reason, again, why I'm sharing this with you is so that you just understand we sometimes think it's the big things, just committing murder. But when you are angry with someone without reason, it's basically the same thing. I always use the example, uh, you know, theft is theft. And many people, when they work for someone, um, they will need, say, for example, a paperclip. And they will take the paper clip and they will put it on a, uh, a few bowls or they will put two pieces of paper together and they will not think anything of it. And they will just put it in their, in their bag or in their pocket and they will leave. But that was theft. But people don't see it that way. But if someone, for example, took a calculator or they, 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 they took a computer, then people want to start taking action. But it, the principle is the same. With God, it's the same thing. Whether I take a paperclip or whether someone takes a computer, the principle is the same. That person is guilty. And you and I just need to know these things. They are, um, like I put in, the, in, a, in a previous episode, every decision you and I make has consequences. And like I just said, whether you speak something positive, something uplifting, it's going to have effects. And when you speak negative, the other way, like seeds. When you sow good seeds, you're going to get good stuff. But when you say we sow weeds, you're going you're gonna to get weeds. So that's, that's that principle. And teaching about oaths. Now, this is important. The reason why I'm sharing this with you, because as we go around in our, in our daily walk, we sometimes want people to promise things and, you know, we promise certain things. And this is interesting what, um, what Jesus is teaching the people here. He says, let me just read you. It's, it's three, four verses here. He says, again, you have heard that it was said by the ancients, you shall not swear falsely, but shall fulfill your oath to the Lord. 
But I say to you, do not swear at all, neither by heaven, for it is God's throne, nor by the earth, for it is his footstool, nor by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. Nor shall you swear by your head, because you cannot make one hair white or black. Now listen to what he's saying here. He says, but let your yes mean yes, and no mean no. For whatever is more than these comes from the evil one. So God is basically just telling us here. Jesus is teaching us and he says, let your yes be yes. So if you told someone something to someone, let it be fixed. And you know, sometimes you may say something and it may actually in the end end up hurting you. But when you stick to your word, people will start knowing your character, that you are a person of integrity. And you know what? God will reverse that. God will bring it back to you in ways that you may not even uh, expect that. Uh, things about revenge. Do not take revenge on other people. But when someone does something to you, rather treat him with love. Turn, uh, so to speak, the other cheek. And just help someone. It's not always easy, especially if someone spits on you or says something uh, ugly about you, which you know is not true. But just look at it from a different perspective. And remember that that person may not know you. They may not know why you're doing what you're doing. And don't judge them too harshly. So uh, be careful of, of revenge and then love your enemies. Now, we know what God is saying about that. You know, in the world, they say, if someone punches you, you punch them back. Yes, for some people it works. But you know what? In God's kingdom, it doesn't work. He says, when someone lashes out at you, he says, you pray for them. You pray for them. And you know what will happen in the end? God will turn that person around as well. So, this is just a few things that... Um, I needed to share with you today so that you can know you've got a treasure on the inside of you. And you know, when you do these things, when you decide to obey your calling, to do the things that you have been purposed to do in your life, when you run your race, then you will basically store up treasures for yourself. And you know, we don't understand this always. We want to store up treasures for ourselves. and. But God is saying, you know, yes, you can do that. But remember, there are those who cannot fend for themselves. For example, little children, your, your children when they're little, they look at you uh, for everything that they need, for everything that they want to do. They look at mom and dad and you did the same. And what about their children? They may not even be born yet, but you've got an obligation to the generations to come so that they can live a free and, a, and a, a secure life. And you and I can establish that for them if you and I take the action that God lays on our hearts. So this is basically what I'm going to share with you today. There's a lot of other things that I can share with you. But I think you understand by now that you have everything and you can do it. Because you've got everything on the inside of you. God has already given you that. So if you do not understand how to do these things, I'm here to help you. And in upcoming episodes, I will dig more into these things just to encourage you. And please, if you found something of help in this, in this message today, in this episode, please share it. 
share it with family members or friends who you know who might need this when they're in a place and a position in their lives where they don't really know which way to go. This might encourage them. So please share it with them and help me to get this message out. If you want to help me to take this message out in, in different ways as well, you can go to my website, Sunshine Harvest, S-O-N-S-H-I-N-E-H-A-R-V-E-S-T.com and you can help me financially also to get this message out as God speaks to your heart. But thank you so much for listening and I trust that you can really take some of these concepts that I shared with you here and apply it in your life and see the difference and so you will be able to see how easy it actually is and how nice it is to walk this 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 walk of faith and it's exciting uh, sometimes there are things that are opposing us but it's an exciting walk so thank you so much again for listening and i'm looking forward to chatting with you in the next episode have an awesome day thank you so much for tuning into the rise and shine show today Please hit that subscribe button and share this podcast with your friends and family. I'm looking forward to seeing you in the next episode.